welcome welcome back to bright black way tarot where we shed light and grow and we are continuing to shed light on each of the cards in lenormand one at a time we are up to card number 10 and that would be the psych now as always i I am a believer that you should be relying on your own intuitive thoughts, feelings, emotions, whatever is coming through at the time of the reading, that the cards are there just to help trigger uh, the intuitive flow, right? So uh, when it comes to reading the cards, sticking to what the book has to say is not always helpful. So we're going to talk about some the basic meanings, but we're also going to cover some other things that might be in play when this card is presented. Um, this is one of the unique cards. The Scythe is one of Lenormand's unique cards in that it has the ability to impact the cards around it. Okay, a scythe in itself is very sharp and it cuts. So it has the ability to cut the meaning down on the cards around it. Okay, so if there is something going on um, that would normally appear to be good, but now you have the scythe entering in, that instance is being cut or being hindered in some way, um, is being impacted by the swiftness and the decisiveness and the sharpness uh, with which the kasa or the scythe is being used, right? I hope that makes sense. So one of the basic meanings of, um, excuse me, the basic meaning of the scythe in itself is uh, conflict, danger, harvest, right? Which is why when you see the scythe, you normally see hay in the background. It gives you the sense of reaping. It gives you the sense that, you know, something sharp was used to cut the grain in order to, to receive the grain, to reap the grain, right? You first have to cut it. You have to cut it down and then gather it up. So it does have this, this feeling behind harvesting or, you know, being in a season of gathering, right? And so uh, when, when you think about just that aspect of it in the scythe being referred to harvest, in a reading, what is it that is being reaped, right? Meaning that this is the result of something. The scythe has entered in, it has done something, and now there is a result. There is a reaping. So, you know, there's a saying that we reap what we sow. Um, and so that could be playing a factor in the reading. What is what has gone on for which now what has been sown for which now there is a reaping? Why is the scythe now coming in to cause a reaping to occur, to cause there to be the result portion of an event? Right. So it, it could be that the, the scythe has entered in to kind of help you see that there was something that has gone on in the past. And as a result of that, there is a reaping. And now is the time to feel the effects of something that has gone on in the past. So the scythe can be used as a means of helping to indicate that the season for for an event or a situation is now changing. 
and that there are the things that may have gone on that for a period of time that was let to, to just let grow has now come to an end right that is one of the meanings another meaning of course is danger because the scythe is very sharp now now that we're talking about this i want to say to you that there are so many different lenormand decks and um, if you are a person who gravitates towards oracle decks such as lenormand i will say to you getting different various lenormand decks with different images might be helpful to you the traditional deck will will have the site there and it'll just have the grain there and you'll have that reaping scene but one of the decks that i recommend is the lenormand of the night and in that it shows two different sites the reaping portion and the portion that hurts or pinches or cuts right it will it, it will help you um, in deciphering to which degree the, the, the reading is leaning towards, right, so to speak. So on one side, you'll have the reaping, the harvest, uh, and it's showing the site there. On another side, you'll see that there is um, a, like a doll with a pin stuck in it, right? <laughs> you know, uh, it will show a dagger. It'll show some sort of a, uh, an instance that might appear to be a little bit more negative or negatively impactful. And I think that these images are absolutely wonderful because if you're laying the cards out, it will help you just like with the cloud, depending on which side the other cards are laid out on, you know, you'll know the difference between um, whether it be something that is short-lived um, or something that has more weight in its impact. In any event, the danger is there, right? So you have a scythe, it cuts, it hurts, it's, it's sharp. In that, now you have this, uh, the, the meaning there of something that might be dangerous, something that might physically cut, something that might hurt, whether it be emotionally or physically. This is why this card is often associated with surgeries because, uh, you know, sharp tools are used in surgeries. There might be an actual cutting that occurs um, to signal that there is a, a surgical procedure. But the the danger behind that, right, the, the sense that there is some danger or that there is a need to protect yourself or that there is a need to be cautious is there with this card it helps you to to kind of you know gather your wits about you because there might be something going on for which you you might be hurt okay now we're going to move on to what the other ways to look at this card so you have the the harvest portion and you have the you know the reaping portion which is the harvest you know almost like giving birth to something finally giving birth to something and then now you have this sharp danger surgery like those classical view of the card now i want to tell you about um some other ways to look at this card yes we're talking about um the time for something to occur that's harvest like you know the reaping but i will say to you that one of the one of the meanings that i get with this card is decisive and I, and the reason why I get this is I think because the, the, the scythe is oftentimes not thought about in 
who is using it and, and how it's being used. Now, again, if you've listened to my other, um, if you've listened to other podcasts and the other episodes in the past, you'll know that I consider, consider the deck to be my how deck. You know, Kipperkin will explain to you who was involved. Lenormand explains how. The number 10, the Kosa, the scythe, think about how the scythe is being used. And you will have a whole other perspective on this. When you have a scythe, the person that is using a scythe will lift the scythe up. But in order for the scythe to be effective, they've got to bring it down swiftly. And so there is a swift, decisive action that is taking place. Now, I find that in readings, this is mostly what the card is representing, that there is a swiftness that is occurring, that something is happening quickly, swiftly, decisively. It's very sharp. It, it has purpose when, when it's being used and it is swift. So swift decision-making ability comes with this card. Now, what are some things that happen swiftly um, and decisively, right? Some things that happen with that and some things that, that may actually hurt or like you feel some sort of that it has happened sharply. It's like a trauma or a shock or a surprise. Those are things that are associated with this card. So you'll get that sudden trauma, that sudden shock. This thing has happened suddenly. Um, it's very clear to you that it is swift and this is what it is. It's almost like a paradigm shift. Now, if you are coming from the Tarot, you are most likely thinking about the Tower card. <laughs> and I will say to you, you know, that not all the time do we associate Tarot with Oracle decks. But if you were to kind of compare sudden shot cards with each other, these two would have something in common. The Tower card is not the same as the Tower card in Lenormand, but the Tower card in Tarot can be similar to the scythe card in Lenormand in that it is something that will happen quickly. It is something that will happen swiftly. And when it occurs, you if you are not already anticipating it, you will you might be thrown off. It, it might actually shake you. You're going to see things very differently, very clearly um, as a result of its presence. So again, this card affects other cards around it. Um, I will say to you that, for example, if you have the scythe next to the clover, uh, the clover has impact on cards and it lessens the card. Uh, I will say, depending on which side of the scythe the clover is on. So for me, if the clover came first and the scythe was right after the clover, I'm going to say that that good luck and that easygoing feeling gets cut gets reduced, right? But if you have the scythe first and the clover afterwards, then I would say um, that things that have happened sharply, things that have been negatively impacting you or that might hurt, 
is going to be lessened because the clover is there. It dulls the blade. The clover dulls the blade, you know, makes it more easygoing and more palatable and maybe easier to accept. Okay. Now others, uh, in using this card, like combinations of card, you will have a call to action when the writer is in play. Why? Because the writer is moving forward with messages, but the scythe is coming in. And remember the scythe is very decisive and it's quick. So, um, you could have a call to action, meaning you, you have to go out there. The writer is charging forward, but they're very decisive. They know in which direction that they're going in when they swing, right? So those are some things to think about. I hope all of this was helpful to you. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. If you are looking for a second eye on your reading, <clears throat> You are going to go to brightblackwood.com and you're going to click on one of the links there. It's going to take you to a page. In there, there is something called a fortune teller's consultation. That is where you're going to present the cards that you drew in your reading. And if you want a second eye or some key takeaways, you'll be able to get that from uh, you know, booking a session there. So that's it for now. If you have, um, again, if you want to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, you're happy to do so. And maybe I can give you some answers to your questions there as well. Until next time, take care.